My name's Travis Sims, and I am the founder and CEO of AGC Accelerated Global Connections. And this is the AGC Experience. Have you wondered if Facebook and Instagram ads could work for your business? Do you know that these ads are the most cost-effective advertising on and off the internet today? That is, if you know what you are doing. Isn't it time to take advantage of Facebook and Instagram ads to get more leads and sales for your business? Janet E. Johnson has helped bring in millions of dollars using online marketing strategies. She offers both management and training solutions. Set up a discovery call with her to see if your business is a fit. JanetEJohnson.com So for starters, I want you each to think of a time in your lives, and this may have been this morning or last week, where you had trouble getting your workday started. You found it difficult to dive into a task, you're constantly checking email, distracted by social media, or just couldn't stay focused. I think we can all relate to this. This was definitely me uh, a decade ago, and honestly, sometimes uh, in the past days and months when things get really busy. But at the time of this picture, um, 10 or so years ago, within days of finalizing my divorce, I learned that my dad was diagnosed with a terminal cancer. So I took my daughter and we moved halfway across the country to be with my family. I left behind a great job. I had to start fresh, piecing together work to pay the bills. And one of my jobs was teaching at a technical college. I spent days preparing and teaching lectures and nights correcting papers and exams. I was exhausted and I just didn't feel present with my daughter. Then I joined a wellness company and the people I was coaching had the same issues of stress and work-life balance. And some people say that research is me-search. We teach the lessons that we need to learn. And that was the case for me. So I devoured all the information I could find, books, articles, podcasts, that helped me to more successfully improve my habits and manage my time. So through that process of learning, working with clients, and a lot of trial and error in my own life, I was finally able to get clear. So this is an acronym to help you be focused and productive in your work days so that you have the time and energy for your home life as well. So the C in clear is for clarity. L is for listen. E is for engage. A is for attention. And R is for rest. And as busy professionals and entrepreneurs, we can hold ourselves to especially high standards that can come at a cost to our well-being. So my hope today is that you'll leave excited to implement these steps for CLEAR. So C for clarity. Now, working with clients, oftentimes one of the first things that we need to clarify is just our values, what's really important. And I have kind of a daily process of starting my morning with an intention setting practice, thinking about the day ahead and the values that I need to bring. And oftentimes I find that the top priorities are 
presence, to be focused on the task at hand, and connection for my clients and as well as my loved ones. And they can go hand in hand. But the bottom line is that we need to be intentional. And having clear intentions for your time and prioritizing accordingly is that first step of the clear method. So it's really important that you decide what you want your day to look like. Now, what I'm going to recommend is going to sound controversial. But my top recommendation is don't start with email. Why is this important? The average office worker receives 100 emails each day. And if we took two minutes to answer each one of these, this is three and a half hours or effectively half of your workday. Now, responding to emails is taking action, but it's very much a reactive approach. So when we can be proactive and choose the most crucial tasks that we need to complete, then we are better able to focus and get work done. And having this clarity helps us to be intentional with our time. So your next step is commit to a time on your calendar, ideally at the end of each day, maybe around 5 o'clock when you're trying to wrap up and log off, to identify the top tasks for your next day. Now this is going to allow you to hit the ground running when you start work in the morning. Next, we have L for listen. And this is looking at productivity through the lens of listening to what your body needs. So one way to facilitate effective work habits is by creating the ideal work environment. And you can recruit the five senses to help. Sights includes images, quotes, colors that are inspiring and boost productivity. Um, one of my walls that you may or may not be able to see behind me has this kind of orange color that for me is positive and encouraging. You can recruit hearing by creating an environment of music or white noise. Maybe you prefer kind of that uh, cafe co-working experience and you can put on some cafe type music. Smell can be invigorating scents like peppermint, or calming ones like lavender, either from teas or essential oils. Taste can be a favorite beverage, coffee, tea, or sparkling water. Sometimes I like to start my day with a warm cup of coffee to get kind of the creative juices flowing. And touch is the physical body or ergonomics. Your seat should be supportive of your posture and your energy. A lot of people find it helpful to have a standing desk or even a treadmill desk. So your next step is to improve your work environment by recruiting the five senses and finding ways to recreate the ideal work environment for you. Then we have E for engage. And we think about if someone is half-hearted, that describes when they're not really into something. To be fully engaged with your heart and your mind means putting our best foot forward and doing our best work. And one way to accomplish this is by identifying your impact or the difference that you're making within your organization, supporting colleagues or teams, maybe by providing goods or services to clients, financially for yourself and your family. And this was the piece that was missing for me when I was teaching. I failed to consider that I was helping to train a new generation of healthcare providers and to think about the lasting positive impact that that would have in helping others. I was also helping 
to earn an income, to support my family. Now, Jackie Robinson once said, a life is not important except in the impact it has on other lives. And as you may know, Robinson pioneered the racial integration of professional athletics in the U.S. by becoming the first African-American to join Major League Baseball. By excelling in his professional career, he paved the way for other athletes of color and went on to make additional contributions to the civil rights movement. So for your next step, consider your true, lasting, and positive impact. And you can do this by using visual reminders of why your work matters, photos of the communities you serve, testimonials from clients or recommendations from colleagues, or even quotes that inspire and reflect the work that you do. Next, we have A for attention. And there are a lot of different ways that we can improve our attention. One of the most effective ways, and my favorite, is meditation. But today, we're going to talk about improving attention by identifying and removing distractions. Now, working from home used to be considered a benefit of running your own business or an employee perk. With fewer interruptions from colleagues, we could get more focused work done. The reality today is that we have new coworkers, and some are barking for walks or spilling cereal on their onesies. However, some of the most common distractions still come from our digital devices. Technology is a wonderful servant, but a terrible master. So we really need to manage our tech and get it in check. There are lots of simple ways to do this. You have Microsoft Focus Assist, which allows you to avoid distracting notifications so you can stay focused. Um, Mac computers have the Do Not Disturb feature, which I'm using now. You can schedule downtime on your iPhone. This is like a nap for your screen time. You can set specific app limits for your most distracting apps. If you still want to access Facebook or Twitter, which are definitely great services, but you want to limit the time that you're dedicating, you can use what's called the Newsfeed Eradicator. And this removes the most addicting part of social media, which is the feed, and instead replaces it with an inspirational quote. As always, boundaries are really important. Creating these boundaries for yourself and others, uh, clarifying expectations for work hours and availability, avoiding the automatic checking of email at all times of day. If you respond to emails at 8 p.m., you're going to be the person that receives emails at 8 p.m. So just keep that in mind. Now your next step is to implement at least one system to get your tech in check. Next we have R for rest. Now physical or mental fatigue can be a huge barrier to productivity. Getting rest throughout your day as well as quality sleep is the solution. You may be familiar with the traditional Pomodoro technique, which is 25 minutes of focus and five minutes of break. I need more time to dive into a task. So I've modified my Pomodoro to 50 minutes of focus time and 10 minutes of break. And these purposeful sprints of 100% dedication have really helped me to be less distracted. According to the research, I'm not the only one. So the most productive people work for 52 minutes and then break for 17 minutes on average. I personally like the 50 and 10 ratio because it neatly fits into hour long time blocks on my schedule. So of course the secret is not working longer, but working smarter. 
Some of the important benefits of taking regular breaks include being able to process and retain information, gain perspective, improve creativity, cultivate healthy habits, and be more productive. A few ways to keep track of your work and break times include tracking with a phone timer or a kitchen timer. Sometimes it's helpful to use something like a kitchen timer or something that's not attached to our phone as our phones can be a distraction in themselves. Um, you can use apps like Focus To Do or there's a great free online timer called Marinara Timer, which is simple and you can even use it in a group where you can um, paste the URL and then people working remotely in different locations can be on the same page with their time. The other part of rest is getting the recommended seven to nine hours of sleep. Most people don't realize that seven to nine is really what's recommended. And so this is uh, allowing us to wake refreshed and do our best work. Give yourself ideally an hour of screen free time before bed because computers, phones, tablets, and TVs all emit that blue light that suppresses the secretion of the sleep hormone melatonin. Also, some work in certain media can be a little overstimulating and stressful close to bedtime. So your next steps are rest with breaks after 50 minutes or so and make quality sleep a priority. So in conclusion, how we spend our days is really how we spend our lives. I hope that I've inspired you to spend some time where it matters most. I want to thank you all for participating, and I look forward to connecting.